Okay, one, two, three, four. <laughs> You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a bilingual American history podcast where each week I, man who has a child that plays baseball who wants to punch other people who have children who play baseball in the face, a eater of sandwiches, Maker of love, Dave Anthony reads a story from American history to my friend. And Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. And congratulations on not fighting the other parents, Dave. I know how tough that is. There's still time. There's still, I mean, look, the league just ended tonight, but there's still time. I can still find this guy on the streets. Okay, so compliment rescinded uh, and retracted. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! And a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room's Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep till hippo! No sleep till hippo! Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's just start this dumb episode. Oh, boy. There we go. That's where we need you. That's a bad night. I don't like, I don't like having a, a grown man make my kid cry. Well, how about if a grown man makes you laugh? Come on. Mm, huh? Take mm, my hand, you little, mm, you little mm, baby girl. Mm, 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 mm. Um, 1888, year of our Lord, Jesucristo. Sure. An unknown inventor in Philadelphia created a waxy cream that had a small amount of an antibacterial zinc oxide. Uh, okay. So um, a man created a, uh, a, weird, a weird wax, a poison wax, the, it sounds like. He has created the fir- first deodorant. Oh, okay. Interesting. It was trademarked. It was known as mum. Mum? Mum. M-U-M. Mum. As mum. in like... Not like the British version of mum. Oh, call her mum. Hello. <laughs> I'm his I'm mum. Here. I'm here to keep you from stinking. I've got bad breath. <laughs> so, it, as in keeping silent, as in mum's the word. Right. So, yes, right? it's mumming your B.O. It's like, shh. That's quiet, right. it's quiet, m- buddy. It's more, it's more mumming in the sense that uh, people did not like to discuss these sorts of things. It wasn't something you would talk about. Isn't it just amazing, though? Because we've talked about the smells of history. And, mm. I mean, the B.O., like, through the pandemic, I, multi, you know, I, I wore deodorant probably eight times. And there would be times where I would catch a whiff of, of myself and be like, good God. And I, that, I, was, that is someone who bathed regularly and I still, and so I can't imagine what the chorus of stink that must have just been coming off people. And then the fact that they are like opposed to uh, <laughs> talking about it. Like, wouldn't you be like, hey, so I stopped stinking. <laughs> Did you know you got to hear about this shit? You know how everyone smells fucking horrible? There's a solution. Well, there, is, there actually is a solution. It's just bathing and washing your underarms. So I think yeah. that it wasn't as bad. Okay, so okay, it was very bad manners to mention a woman's smell. Sure. And you just didn't mention that. Everyone pretended like women didn't sweat or smell or fart or whatever. Like, they're right. like, that's just not a thing. Because it's Victorian times. They just want to see them as these creatures to be lusted after. They and, uh, are orifice-less angels. <laughs> <laughs> the woman... Poos through her pores slowly. The poo does not come out of her. She just dies. And then the poo is removed at the end. (laughs) There's a poo angel who sucks it through her. So any talking about women as like human beings who farted and and had body odor and that that harmed the desire of men. So it wasn't and, and done. Y- right. I mean, and that's there's that standard still exists in some capacity. But even I mean, in th- that time, the men must have just been like, I mean, just 
walking latrines, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, they were probably oh, well, allowed to smell. stink and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Men, men were 100% allowed to smell. That was yeah. just like, oh, the man, I, man. there's a stinky <laughs> woman the other night. Woo, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Look, my armpit's bleeding. <laughs> that yeah. was me. I mean, d- man, man's uh, b- uh, odor, body odor at that time was, uh, like, considered manly. Like, you stunk right. and you were a manly man. Yeah. So the result, of course, was that women did not want to be seen sweating in public. Right. Just always yeah. about to explode from gas. That's right. Um, Americans and then long get been... home and just be like setting Guinness Book records. <laughs> How was your date, Ophelia? It was fine. <laughs> Oh, dear. It's uh, almost done. You're out there a long time, huh? For two days, oh. I've been smitten with him. <laughs> oh. It must be love. Oh, oh. It's love. It's, uh, push my tummy. So, Americans had long been reluctant to bathe, but with the germ theory that had come around, that changed, and by the late 19th century... Americans were now like, let's get rid of the filth and the smells that we've got everywhere. And they started taking showers around mm-hmm. this time and using toothbrushes. Mm. Sewers and water mains were put in. Houses were built with bathrooms. So it's a, mm. it's a, a whole process is taking place, a cleaner right. sort of situation. But there was still the odor that came off the body, right? That was sure. a different thing. And with people starting to work together more and more in crowded conditions... Odor became a social problem. Sure. The, the perspiring odor. And people had worried, people had worried about how they had smelled for centuries. Perfumes were used by the ancient Egyptians and the Greeks. And so it, the, the people being concerned about how they smelled has been around for a while. Okay. But the big difference is now that more people are living in closer conditions than they ever have in the history of the world, right? It's industrialization. It's all this other stuff. Cities are much more dense, right? right? And then in 1988, like I said, mum mum came. Yeah. Sorry, 1888, mum came, and yeah. um, I'm going to read you some ad copy for mum. Oh, great, perfect. <laughs> Quote: Men do talk about girls behind their back, although they won't admit it. Is a girl pretty? A good sport? A smooth dancer? The answer quickly goes the rounds. They talk about. Other things, too, about the girls they hate to dance with. The girls they simply won't take out. For a girl must be more than pretty and smart. She'll never make a hit with men unless she she is truly sweet, nice to be near. Unpopularity often begins with the first hint of underarm odor. Hmm. So, it's so true. And and it's <laughs> it's just... I mean, again, it's it's a threat, <laughs> right? I mean, it's basically like, want to be an unlovable husk? Walk around town, stinky. Hey, you dirt, filth, woman, pig. Yeah. yeah. And Put for on so, something that smells good. And for so long, society's been basically going like, don't let anyone know how much you stink. And now they're like, everyone's laughing at your stink. <laughs> That's pretty much right. Okay. That's a good ad. Um, catchy. S- yeah, it's very catchy. Obviously, you know, that puts all the onus on the woman to um, fix right. herself, yeah. right? Yes. Now, like I said, before, mum, armpit odor was usually just dealt with by using perfumes. You would right. just put perfume on you. And then at some point in the 1800s, they started putting cotton pads or rubber pads in their armpits. Sure. To a, pr- phase, to pr- a phase I wish was still here that you were <laughs> <laughs> a little well let me put my rubber pits in there we are tackle the day so they would those would cont- I can't pr- reach above my shoulders for anything I've got a McCain range well those would protect the clothes from um, showing that they were sweating which like sure. imagine New York in the fucking summer and you and you have to hide your sweating like what good luck or I Florida or- believe it to be impossible yeah, it's just yeah. like, are you human? Yeah. Like, so then you're like, armpits are just dry while the rest of you is soaking. You're like, <laughs> oh, I didn't notice how humid it had gotten. Fuck. V- very normal uh, the way it doesn't do anything here. Well, look, obviously, I'm a beautiful woman who, uh, oh boy, that's, uh, 
the rubber is really, it's pulling some of my skin. No, rubber? What rubber? There's no rubber. I'm a lady who's just enchanting. Ah. And then just imagine going home and taking out your cotton pad or rubber <laughs> just <laughs> soaked. <laughs> oh, I feel so Who wants to rip off my stink disc? <laughs> so, mum was a cream, and you would rub it into the armpit using your fingers. Sure. But not many people were interested, and those that were, it left a sticky, greasy residue on their clothes. So now, those are your options, right? You want to you you smell better, but now you're getting like a, a greasy stain uh, under your arm and your yeah, clothing. grease me up. Um, others didn't like rubbing it in with their fingers. Most people thought mum wasn't necessary and not really healthy. Like, there were a lot of people that thought, no, you, sweating is good, and why are we getting rid of this? Right. They wash regularly, and they threw on perfume, so why did they need mum? Also, mum itself had a weird smell. Oh, that's, well, uh, okay. Bad, okay, so bad business model? I mean, like, <laughs> so we stink a little bit differently than your body. It's still an odor. Hey, this smells like pine and dog. Why don't you put it on your underarm? Here you are. Have some dog log. Oh, you're going <laughs> to love this. Hat, here, put on, put on some mum. That smell of wet wood is just going to intoxicate all those around you. Historian uh, Julian Silvoka, quote, This was still very much a Victorian society. Nobody talked about perspiration or any other bodily functions in public. Sneezing in public was frowned upon. So, okay, but they had, like, outhouses. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand. I mean, I think it's the kind of thing you probably have to live in to fully experience, like, what that I don't feeling was yeah. against, you know, bodily functions. But, yeah, they had outhouses. And, and this is a time when they're starting to get bathrooms, so bathrooms are much more... In America, there's more bathrooms and more plumbing because... Best country on earth. You're building out in America, whereas in England, you have to refit your already house that's been around for 500 years, you know? Right, you're right. Re, you're redoing everything right, in England. Whereas right. in America, it's very easy to have bathrooms. Right. In England, they were just like, such a bother. We'll live under the bucket system for another century. <laughs> that's all right with everyone. <laughs> in 1903, Everdry was invented. It was the first antiperspirant. Right, Okay. It was made with aluminum chloride, and you would dab it on using a cotton swab. Okay. But it didn't work great. It took a long, long, long time to dry, and it caused... So you're basically just putting stuff on, and then I guess just holding up your arms. Someone's just blowing, giving you pit blows. (laughs) Uh, It would cause a big mess, and it also stung. Well, they're really, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like cavemen with fire. Look, it took a minute. They're on the path, (laughs) you know, but then now like, we're just like, well, it hurts and that's a problem. It smells better, but now it's burning people. It would also destroy clothes by eating through them. It stopped sweating by clogging pores. Right. With aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. With aluminum. So it's clogging pores. It. It lasts for probably three days once you get it on there, but it's eating through your clothes. So you have a non-smelling, yes. like a hole where you have you're horror under pits. <laughs> you have like jagged aluminum shards, like a can explode. You have like canned shrapnel under your arms. Yeah, it's not. It's really not good. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, I, this. This I'm out of. So in 2000, sorry, in 19. 19- 10, a surgeon in Cincinnati, Dr. Abraham Murphy, was looking for something to stop hands from sweating during surgery. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is as if they didn't have enough uphill battles going on. People like, uh, you know, we're all so prone to slippery utensils. Whoops, I dropped another scalpel in this lady. Uh, oh, boy. Oh. So he created his own liquid antiperspirant, an aluminum chloride solution that plugged pores. Okay. And he trademarked, trademarked it in 1909, so he must have started before 1910, uh, whatever. So now Dr. Murphy had, he has a teenage daughter uh-huh. in high school named Edna Murphy, and she starts using it on her armpits because she finds out what her dad's done, and, and it works. Okay. And it stops sweating, and it stops body odor, and she starts giving it to her friends, and then she's like, we should sell this. Yeah, yes, Agreed. 
So Edna decided she was going to sell it to the world, and she named it Adorno, or actually, that's the word, but the, the way she wanted it said was, Odor, oh no. Odorno, oh no. <laughs> so she's in high school? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, we don't expect her marketing to be fabulous, but. No, we don't. It's a lot. It's a lot to. Odorono. So she borrows $150 from her grandfather and she starts a company. It's about five grand today. Okay. It doesn't go really well at first. She rents an office and hired a door to door sales team made up of all women. Okay. Because she's only focusing on women. She's right. not focusing on men. It's well, of course, women. they're they're perfect. It is their yeah, world. They're there to be pleased, not to please. What is there to change? Uh, 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 we're pretty perfect. Has anyone seen my teeth? <laughs> that's, well, that's like I said, it's because under our martyrs, it's considered to be a manly smell. Sure. Women were supposed to be ashamed of by, it. Again, by men. Men were like, man, women, when they smell, it's horrible. When we smell, men. Fucking awesome when I the smell. The best. We're bears. Yeah, dudes are like, I smell great. Yeah. But apparently antiperspirant wasn't something people wanted from a door-to-door saleswoman. Again, because it's, of the taboo nature? Well, I think it's also because a lot of people thought sweating shouldn't pe- be prevented. It was unnatural to do it. Um, she starts promoting it in the papers. The ads are pretty typical for the time. I- I've read you ads yeah. from, um, from that time. And medical ads in newspapers are pretty crazy back mm-hmm. then. So mm-hmm. here's, an ex- here's an example. Quote, Adorno is, uh, or uh, odor oh no, odor oh no, is necessary to every dainty and economical woman, indispensable to women whose clothes are quickly ruined by perspiration stains. And this is something some women do want because they're using pads under their arms for sweating. So some women do want it. Right. A lot don't. So it's not it's making some money. It's not bringing in enough money. So Edna has to give up the office and move the business into her parents' basement. Oh, jeez. I mean, the name is horrible. It's a terrible name. Yeah. It's a horrendous name. And, and then so she tries to get drugstores to carry it. Um, she's like, would you like to try o- Odor? Oh, no. Uh, you mean Odor? No. Uh, I don't know about Odor. No. <laughs> No, odor, oh, no. Odor, no, yeah. And it's just, um, I don't know, a no. lot of... No, a lot so, of... So, so say, wait, odor, oh, no. I'm reading the package. Yeah, yeah, so you slow odor it down. Odor, no, no. Odor, no, no. Take a pause after the odor. Take a pause after the odor. There's no pause. I, I don't know yeah. if you're allowed to give line readings on how to... It's, I'm looking at the label. Oh, there, no. Well, I'm, I'm just saying for your customers, if, when they want to buy it, you say, oh, they're, oh, no. And then they'll the. I just it. don't think they're going to want to hear me say that. I just think that that's not what it is. You made it read. Oh, there, no. Oh, there, oh, no. Oh, there, there oh, no. There you go. That was it. Where? Wonderful. Where? Well, you said it the second to last one. You said it perfectly. Oh, there, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, there, oh, oh no. no. What? Oh, there, oh, no. No, it's good. Now we've gone back the other way. It's not as good again. I, I just hate the name. I hate the name. Yeah, it's really Why good. not call it Stinknope? That's not, that's not, I don't know if ladies would enjoy that. I'm a lady. I don't know if I would enjoy How about nice pit glue? Something like that? Like, uh, maybe, uh. Oh, odor? Oh, no. Uh, buying it. Oh, no. Okay. My way of passing. It's a cute way of passing, and I'm passing. Okay. Come back when you've got a regular name. <laughs> you know, like, uh, shit. no more shit pit. Okay. I don't want to be in here anymore. Yeah. you monster. That area is just a weird little gross cavern, you know? Gross, that's a good name. How about... No, no, this isn't a pitch session on the. Uh, let me, the well, we're just we're having a little fun. Do you you like not, a milk? You want a milk? 
No, I don't want milk. I don't think we're having fun. I'm having a blast. I've never had more fun with a person. So I think it could be something maybe just like, um, it, 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 no more. No, oh, hey, here's what it is. Fuck, Tom, you smell like shit. Take it. <laughs> Pretty good. We have over three Toms who come in here. Four. So, sure enough, the guys who owned the drugstores didn't want to have it in their store, or or they put it in their store and no one bought it, and they ended up, they ended up set, yeah, because people are it. like, Odair, I don't know. Yeah, it really. If you look at the package, you don't know what the fuck it's saying. Right. So, it's 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 O D O R O N O. So it's not Odair. Like, no. <laughs> like she didn't put an A. If you want it, you should put an H and a dash. But she whatever. Okay. Yeah. She yeah, was right. like four. She's like fourteen. Yeah, so. and again, she's fourteen. So uh, <laughs> let's just remember that. So it's looking like a mad product, like much like Everdry was, or Mom. I mean, Mom's still around, but it's just not selling great. It's just sputtering along. So Edna's bummed, and uh, quote over for over three years, I hardly moved out of the house, and I cannot recall accepting a single social invitation. Yet at every stage of development, there was an increased inspiration from users and along with it, increased discouragement. It costs so much to make a new user. It took so long to convince anyone that checking perspiration would not affect their health. Man. <laughs> so there's just all these people it's that say... A, it's, yeah, it's just the same. I mean, it just... It is the same. I mean, I don't... I, don't, I think that... Plugging up your pores is bad. Like, I, I've yeah. always Do what Tom that. Cruise did. Have all Thank the uh, glands removed. <laughs> Good Lord. Let's be sensible about this. Oh, my God. That's fine to do. It's fine to do. It didn't help that doctors were against antiperspirants. They thought the body should naturally A lot sweat. of uh, people are acting crazy, but what they don't understand is that these things will murder you. <laughs> so, um, in 1912... Edna went to an exposition in Atlantic City. Okay. It's during the summer, and the people attending are hot and sweaty because it's Atlantic City. At first, not much interest. She had a booth. No one really seemed to care. Uh, Odor, oh no, company history. (laughs) I mean, oh no in your title is just not good. No, it's bad. Uh, this is from the company history, quote, the exhibition demonstrator could not sell any Odorono at first and wired back to Edna to send some cold cream to cover expenses. Okay. The exhibition was for the entire summer, and the booth stayed there, and the heat got worse, and then people started sweating through their clothes, and suddenly people started asking about Odorono and telling each other about it when they used it and buying it. Okay. Smart. And then it starts to take off. And people from all over the country are interested. And she rings up 30,000 in sales. Wow. Which today is $1.5 billion. I mean, I didn't look it up today, but it's probably over a million, I would imagine. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, like once it, I guess these expositions are almost like a trade show. Yeah. But it's almost more than that because it's like, it's like what, like a Twitter sort of like what happened at the exhibition? It's like a Shark Tank convention. Yes, it- you like Twitter better. It's probably <laughs> <laughs> how you how you were unpacking that. Yes, it is also very much that. But let's go to the other one that works better. Okay. Um. So, uh, it's eight hundred and forty three thousand dollars today. Oh, so it's a, it's a it's a good chunk of money. Yeah. So. It still needs a boost. It's still it's still not enough to take it really big. It definitely has problems. Uh, Odor Ono is not without its issues. Sure, title. It stops sweat. It stops sweat for three days. Wow, which is longer longer than antiperspirants do today. Yeah, because it plugged the sweat gland pores. <laughs> okay, just plugged them up. Right. For aluminum for aluminum chloride to work like this, it had to be suspended in acid. Jesus so Christ. it's an acid concoction, and acid, obviously, not great for armpits. Right. Yeah. And that meant Odorono is really irritating armpit skin, which oh, is like well one of the least, like if you've oh. ever fucking... 
Like, you ever had to I've use crutches? Surfing, I've gotten, uh, How about crutches? Down there and, you ever had oh, to use crutches? Yes, You're just like, terrible. I need a, what can we put on my armpits to get them through this too? Can yeah, I, we oh, get casts yeah. under there. No, you just like just shoot me instead of yeah. the hurt leg, just the rash. <laughs> so, oh, it also really damages clothes. It uh, just like ever dry. So it, it the, fucks I mean, up clothes. Just again, remind me of the upside. It just doesn't make you smell as bad. That's what this one it is now achieving. Yeah, it's getting rid of the uh, the armpit odor. You're right, uh, but just by like painting you essentially. And then on top of those other things, it's also red colored, so it stains clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> So everyone's just walking so, around with pit periods? So people are like, oh, my God, your armpit is bleeding. You're like, I'm no, no, a it's lady. Great new <laughs> Womanhood has begun. I knew it would come one day. So people are having their clothes ruined by the acid. It's just burning right through clothes. So you've just got these armpit holes, and then it's just red underneath that, and it's red from the sore Ugh. armpit. Like So, and there were... There's just giant red stains under the pit. So customers are complaining of burning and inflamed armpits. Sure. Some women stopped using it, but others said they knew it was working because it does burn. Oh, wow. We are just uh, such a complicated species. We really <laughs> are just... Uh, it's amazing that everyone will take a position. Like, there's every position will be taken. I no, I'm in pain. It's terrible. That's why I know this is good. I've always wanted to convince people I'm bleeding from where I'm not. A lot of fancy outfits are destroyed by Odor Ono, including a bride's wedding dress on her wedding day. Uh-huh. But some some women said they would rather just buy new clothes than have uh, armpit odor. Wow. They're like, this is better than just smelling. Okay. So Odor Ono suggested that customers shave before putting it on. And so men were like, take the mustache off. Now I'm ready. (laughs) Oh, you meant the ball. I I don't understand the correlation between shaving my balls and having better pits, but hell I'm up for anything. There we go. Uh, they also said to put it on before you went to bed, which would give it adequate time to dry completely. Yeah. It's like a fresh coat of paint. So, yeah, so there's some issues. It's not the perfect product, right? Right. It's not like a, a speed stick by Menon, which is right. I'm sure what you use. Sure. Excuse me. Lime, lime flavored. I would think. What, what are you? You're saying that's what I use, or you're just saying? I'm saying that's what you use. Yeah. That I use lime flavored speed stick. Yeah, that's what I think. It feels like Axe Axe body spray. Did I use lime Axe? Yeah, I think you use lime Axe body spray. <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. I'm very, I mean, I am a limey. Yep. Uh, so these are all issues. She Obviously, she, PR could help, right? Sure. Uh, so she, she hires a New York ad agency, the J. Walter Thompson Company. And they end up hooking her up with... I love with, that they're a marketing company and their name is so bland. Isn't it the worst? Like, they couldn't change it to yeah. anything else. They're not like Excalibur Marketing. They're like, where are this guy's name? Marketing. The ad geniuses. No, what about J. Walter Thompson Company? Yeah. Oh, wow. Boom. They hooked her up with a fresh young copywriter named James Young. He had recently opened the company's Cincinnati office. Okay. So a new hotshot. Sort of new hotshot. He had no advertising experience before he was hired to be an ad man. He had been a door-to-door Bible salesman. Ah, uh, so in a lot of ways, your product is very similar to the Book of God. Um... Both speak of, um, you know, red, red, red fluid. Uh, the, you know, uh, uh, I also find that uh, it's a miracle, and that's a big part of the uh-huh. Bible. So there's a lot of miracles. Um, uh-huh. Plus, you know, um, uh, you know, I would say there's a correlation between, uh, you know, leprosy to some extent, and then having your arm be, you know, basically useless from rash. So, uh. To me, it is a it is a Bible for your armpit, as what I, I think we should call it. Okay, yeah, I just don't think a, we uh, should call it that. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying Jesus cream is probably good, <laughs> you know, something like that. Like, um, that know, doesn't seem. Uh, uh, that seems uh, like it might offend people. Jesus no, cream, no, and you're putting it on your armpit. Yeah, no, no, but it, it just it's uh, you know uh, okay. How about the body of Christ? 
Uh, <laughs> pit, pit gods. Uh, oh. uh, Satan stink out, ye bastard. Oh. Yeah. Um, Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, it was Abraham. Uh, so... So he, like I said, he's a Bible salesman. He got the ad job because he knew a guy. That's he had an good. old childhood friend who was dating a manager at Jay Walker Thompson. And through that connection, he got the job. Hey, the I main... have my friend. He sells Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a crazy way. I mean, he must have, he, they must have been like right up uh, some ad copy for a product. Because he wouldn't get hired, but he, I mean, he's the head guy at the. He's the. He's opening the new it's branch. Great break for this guy. Yeah, he's like, I. Hey, I know Frank. Like yeah. that's his whole. Well, what are we gonna do? We're not gonna find a bunch of people who know Frank. This guy's good. So, um, first, his ads took on the crazy, crazy idea that blocking sweating wasn't healthy. That's like the main thing that keeps coming up. People are like right. you just shouldn't be blocking sweating. And his copy first tried to make it seem like odor oh no wasn't bad for your health. I he love that was, he's keeping the name. This man is just hired. He's like, well, the name isn't the problem. No, we're keeping the name because it's perfect. We haven't had any backlash except for all the uh, drugstore owners and then a bunch of women. The only issue is that people don't get what it is, which that's an easy (laughs) hurdle to get over. So so he he writes up this ad copy. It says it was created by a doctor and that excessive sweating was an embarrassing medical condition that needed a cure. And that cure was odorono. Okay, interesting. It worked. Okay. Sales uh, shot up to 65000 uh a year, and it wasn't now just being sold in America. People in England were buying it. People in Cuba were buying it, the two islands. So it's taken off on the island world. Yeah, of course. This went on for a while. The English were then... probably putting it on potatoes. Like, ooh, love a bit of cream. <laughs> love a bit of cream. Hey, put it on that Irish fellow over oh, there. Oh, love a bit of cream. Ooh, that's nice. In 1919, sales start dropping again or flatlining or just, you know, they're not picking up. So James Young had to come up with a new ad focus or he was going to lose the Yoder Ono contract. Okay. Now, the ad company conducted a door-to-door survey, survey. And from this, they learned that just about every woman had heard of Odor Ono. Hmm. Of the women, though, only a third had used it. Two-thirds feel like they didn't need it. I mean, it's the vaccine. It's the vaccine. <laughs> it's the vaccine. <laughs> I'll be fine without it. Yeah. So these insane women think they're okay the way they are. That's, they're like, I'm, I'm fine the uh, way I am, which is just a crazy uh, idea. And you don't want people to start having that expectation. Oh, God, it gives me the willies. You're flawed. Buy your way out of this. So James had to turn those two-thirds of women into customers. Right. That means he has to convince 66% of women that sweating was a seriously wrong thing, a real fucking embarrassment. Okay. He concluded he had to present sweating as a social indiscretion, one that you were committing, but that people would not tell you was the reason you weren't popular. So again, the silent judgment of others is the marketing angle. Yes, 100%. At the same time, he wanted to push that these people were happy to talk about you behind your back about your your smell situation but just not to you because that wouldn't be polite. Odor, oh no, everyone's mocking you. <laughs> For women, normally body, bodily functions must be hidden, as we said. So James would find, he would find women, these women and make them feel bad about their normal bodily function. Nice. Their smells undesirable, their sweat is offensive, blah, blah, blah. So, the old James shame. An ad comes out that he has written in 1919 in the Ladies' Home Journal. Hey, now, you stinky it, pieces of shit. Listen <laughs> up. Why do you keep ignoring God's way? He's got a fix for you. Quit denying your destiny. Everyone thinks you suck. They just won't tell you. God, you're a stinky asshole. Ain't nobody going to want to fuck you, Gladys. Come on, clean it up. Clean that shit up, woman. Your armpits is nasty. Like someone someone dragged a wet dog under there, and you're all like, I'm pretty. And you're like, you like dog. You got three butt cracks, and two are under your arms. 
You nasty. So the the ad it look and, and again this is how a lot of a lot of ads were back there. It just it looks like if you're reading an old newspaper, you you start reading something like, oh wait, this is an ad. It's just mixed in. We're getting so back the, there. I mean, that's like that's always amazing yeah. when like in the paper, it's just like, can you believe all these amazing shoes? Yeah, it happens a lot in um, uh, newsreaders where you flip to something and you'd be like, oh, wait, this is an article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's presented as I can't believe this guy invented a pill out of Chia. Wait a minute. (laughs) The fuck is this? Fuck. Why am I buying it? Yeah. So this, this, like, it looks like you turn a page and it's a full page and it looks like, it looks like an article with a headline. Okay. Um. And the pictures of a man and a woman clearly about to get involved in a little romance, Ooh, maybe. Uh. And the top headline reads, quote, within the curve of a woman's arm, a frank discussion of a subject too often avoided. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and like I said, it looks exactly like an article. James then goes hard into why women needed to realize they absolutely fucking stink. <laughs> the opening quote. A woman's arm, exclamation point. Poets have sung of a grace. Artists have painted its beauty. It should be the daintiest, sweetest thing in the world. And yet, unfortunately, it isn't always. There's an old offender in this quest for perfect daintiness, an offender of which we ourselves may be ever so unconscious, but is truly present so it's it's reading like a public service announcement article sort of and the basic idea that he gives up and it's a it's long the basic idea is women might be giving off a horrible offensive odor but have no fucking idea that that Man. they're doing it well, so so it's like it's like you don't even know you fucking smell you're you a gas no leak idea. yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i mean look it's like sex sells, but so does fear. Hundred <laughs> percent. And so. the, and these were and these were called scare copy. I mean, the, from the from yeah. way, the things I said in the newspaper stuff, it's called scare. And this copy, is kind so. of both. It's like well, he's inventing a new type of copy. Actually, this is actually going to be called whisper copy. Whisper copy. So it's like you're confident. You're it's a, it's a confidential whisper that you're doing to someone. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, I want to pull, I want to pull you aside. Psst, to tell you I'm an article in the paper. <laughs> So, so they're basically saying that you have an offensive odor and no idea, and that's because there didn't have to be any sweat. Quote, it is the chemicals of the body, not uncleanliness, that cause odor. And even though there is no active perspiration, no apparent moisture, there may be under her arms an odor unnoticed by ourselves, but distinctly noticeable to others. For it is a physiological fact that persons troubled with perspiration odor seldom can detect it themselves. That's right. Yep. So what this feeds into is every woman who is like, why why doesn't Roger like me? Or every woman that's like, why aren't aren't that group of girls uh, inviting me out? Every person that has any sort of insecurity, now they're all thinking, We know the answer. It's because... You're a stinky piece of shit. I'm a stinky piece of shit. What are you? Sticky piece of shit. And what are all your friends doing? They're not liking me because I'm a sticky piece of shit. And why wouldn't George fornicate with you that one night, you stinky piece of shit? Stinky piece of shit. And you are a stinky piece of shit. God damn it, I wish there was an answer. There is. It's called Oderano. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, if you want a man, you better not have body odor. Right. And you probably so we're, like this is when all the odor. all the Frenchmen left America. Does you know it's actually it's insulting and it's on the route. It's uh, you know you have a perfect system and suddenly you know. Well, so so they're they're, they're saying you can't have a man if you have body odor, but right. you have body odor. So they're saying you have right. to fucking fix it. Right, American women, you smell terrible. People are, they're saying people are leaving rooms to get away from, and there's all these ads are happening. Like people are leaving rooms to get away from you, and reefer madness for BO. Yeah, no one's telling you because everyone's polite in society. And then James coins it. He calls it BO. He calls it body odor. Wow. So he's the guy who came up with BO. It's effective. 
Now, because discussing body fluids was just not something that was done in 1919, the ad causes a stir. Right. Around 200 women, when this ad comes out, around 200 women, so subscribers to the Lady Ho- Ladies Home Journal, are so offended that they immediately cancel their subscription. Okay. And it doesn't matter because Odorono is selling. Right. James was using what will be what we know as scare copy and turning it into whisper copy. And women that James knew in his social stir- circle stopped talking to him. Wow. Because he declared war on, like, the gender, essentially. <laughs> well, he essentially, yeah, he declared war on, like, the your, stink- he, yeah, he's saying the way you are as a person is Psychological BL warfare. It's so all these women are offended, but enough women are like, that, that must be what's going on. Right. Yeah. And so a woman copywriter who worked at Jay Walker Thompson told James he had insulted every woman in America. I'm sorry, I can't see past your stink lines. <laughs> <gasps> and it doesn't matter because it's an extremely effective ad. Right. Sales shoot up 112% in 1920. Wow. So Odor Ono is is now bringing $417,000 a year. Wow. And in today's money, that is $13 trillion. Much more, more, more than that. It's a a higher amount. Exactly. $13 trillion. So as soon as the ad campaign is successful, Odor Ono's competitors jump on the make women feel insecure to sell products bandwagon. And the idea is to, is to just scare people into buying products that stopped underarm sweating. Right. Mum, which is still around, had campaigns with headlines like, quote, no matter, <clears throat> no matter how attractive you are. And even the most attractive women's personal daintiness and charm are easily marred by perspiration odor. James Young is continually cranking out new ads. He wrote one ad that looked like it was advice coming from a matron of a finishing school. Oh, my what Lord. Every, what every young girl should know. It literally is a picture of a woman I'm Ms. Like James. guiding another woman along. Yeah, it's just the craziest thing to read. And it's all like, hey, here's the deal. Don't smell. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And this company is so well, is doing so well. She moves out of her parents' basement into a small factory that she has built just for the company and an office. It's all but, in Cincinnati. But hopefully those workers weren't working too hard, stinking up, you know? Oh, oh no. Hope, yeah. No, there's, I'm sure there's a rule you have to, you all have to wear odor ono. Yeah. Right. And it just keeps increasing. In 1927, the company is making a million per year. In, in 1929, Edna sells Odor Ono to Northam Warren for $3.5 million. Okay. And now they're not, gonna, they're not about to cut James loose after all his success. Right. No. He, he's a propagandist <laughs> after all. <laughs> At first, the campaigns were a bit subtle. That whisper copy is a little subtle, subtler than it could have been. Sure. Right? But by the 1930s, these... This shit has just hit you over the fucking head. Just stupid attack stuff. Okay. One example, quote, beautiful but dumb. She has never learned the first rule of long-lasting charm. Then there was an illustration of a good-looking but seriously bummed-out woman. Quote, the world and any eligible eligible bachelor in it could be hers, but they're not. And all because it She's has never She's a stinky piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it has never dawned on her that she needs a long-lasting perspiration check. To stay appealing and dainty, every girl needs a long-lasting deodorant. Ugh. I mean, it's it's not like a jar of olives. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, it's not, uh, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I get why it's effective. Yeah. It is good marketing. I get why it's effective. Yeah. Look, if you're insecure Look, about yourself so at all. Look, she's so pretty. Why won't men talk to her? She's a stinky piece of shit. <laughs> she doesn't know it, but she's a big stinky piece of shit. Look at this pretty, pretty, pretty. She has smelly, gross little piggy. What's wrong with this woman who has a hog smell? <laughs> so, by the 30s, there were now three types of odor ono. Regular and instant. So that must have gone on and wow. dried quick. I guess. It's and then it also came in ice form. Also, we have um, the ice version. So, whoop, 
that's gone. It's just water now. But uh, get it home fast. It's for your cocktails. <laughs> Seeps in. What is ice it's, version? It's just a nice menthol. I think, I think it's you, you buy it. Yeah, you buy it frozen and you keep it in your freezer and oh, you rub it on that way. Oh, it's seriously frozen? What the fuck? Yeah, it's, I think it's just it's frozen. It's called the Pitsicle. You can use it. It's really great. <laughs> Mommy, are there any more of these? Jesus Christ, uh, pop don't eat those. I can't taste anything. Oh, God, you've got aluminum in your tongue. Those are for oh, Mommy's. Listen, my mouth is dry. Listen, now the oh. worst part is Mommy's going out tonight and she's going to be a stinky piece of shit. Bobby, you're gross. You're gross. Look, God, your mouth is so nice smelling. Oh, if only your mouth was a person, it would be married. What's weird is that I just ate ass and you can't even smell it. Wait a second. No, that's <laughs> I'm a, nine. That's not, uh, we'll talk. It's dog ass. Oh, my God. So there's obviously parenting's taken a sidestep to my own personal hygiene, which in retrospect has not served you well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is a 1937 mum ad talking to a woman who doesn't use deodorant. Mm -hmm. Quote, you're a pretty girl, Mary, and you're smart about most things, but you're just a bit stupid about yourself. Oh. You love... Wait, now we, we've literally come... Like, you were joking about it. Yeah, now they are just few, like... And now they're just saying exactly what your joke was. We need you to come over here. Here it's stinky hey. pieces of shit. We protect women who smell so bad. Hey, can I talk to you a minute, you fucking idiot? Hey, you yeah. stupid Look, asshole. You done pretty good playing the limbo of society, but you done fucked up when it comes to pit health. <laughs> That's why you're lonely. All right, so to continue on, you love a good time, but you seldom have one. Evening after evening, you sit at home alone. Oh, my God. You've met several grand men who seem interested at first, they took you out once, and that was that. There are so many pretty Marys in the world who never seem to sense the real reason for their aloneness. In this smart modern age, it's against the code for a girl, or man either, to carry the repellent odor of underarm perspiration on clothing and person. It's a fault which never fails to carry its own punishment. Unpopularity. Jesus Christ. All right, but it's a jingle. So let's go from <laughs> the top. Let's get it right. So if you noticed in there, there was a little or a man either. Right. So it's, it's the late 30s, and they've realized... They're leaving having half. Having been so effective, yeah, having been so effective on women, oh my God, we're leaving half of the buying public out. So now they're starting to target men. Hey, men, by the way, you're not not stinky pieces of shit. <laughs> Who's a little piggy, too? Yeah. Huh? This whole time women were getting better smelling, they started talking behind your backs. <gasps> they what? That's right. That's what we used to do to them. Well, now they're doing it to you. You know why? Because they smell good. And I smell like a stinky piece of shit. I Women guess I'll call you what? fuck pigs. Ah, I guess I'll use some other noun. <laughs> <laughs> so the companies realize men should also understand they stink. And they it started snarky and focused on it focused on women, but they would throw in shit like I just read in the last ad. Right. And like ads that read, quote, women, it's time to stop let, letting your man be smelly. When you buy, buy two. So they're like, let's so they get the men just, on this. They're but, just like pitting the genders against each other. Subtly. And, and, they're go and, and, you know, this is now a, a, a woman's product. So oh, it, yeah. it's, it's like, oh, it's like trying to talk men into well, wearing lipstick you, you in a know, way. Well, I always remember the secret commercial where it was yes. strong enough for a man, but pH balanced for a woman. Where I was, even as a child, always, always weird, always was strange to me. Always super strange to me. But that came directly out of this, right? Yeah, this right, idea. right, yeah, right. But one hundred percent. When I was a kid, I was just like, "What are you talking?" Like, it what? never made sense to. Yeah, me. I was like, "So it's for a man? No, but it's strong enough for a man." <laughs> Right, but so I should I use it? it? Well, you good? No. You could, you, if you were to use it, it would work out for you, but it's not for you. It's pH balance for a woman. Strong enough for a man. 
<laughs> so Jay Walker Thompson was focused on men starting in 1928. They had realized that they should go after him in 1928. And they took a survey of the male employees that worked at the entire company. Not a biased group. No. To discover what they thought about deodorants and, ad, and, and antiperspirants. These are some of the answers. Quote, I consider a body deodorant for masculine use to be sissified. Uh, it was, sorry, one more time? I consider a body deodorant for masculine use to be sissified. <laughs> okay. This guy's this guy's like, I ain't no girl. <laughs> Last time. Another quote. I'd like to rub my body in pure grain alcohol after a bath, but do not do so regularly. But- <laughs> Sir, can we actually, uh, can we sort of stay a little more on topic? So, um... What that does have in common is that is uh, something you're doing to your body. What it's not helping with is sort of just, you know, uh, we're not interested about you rolling around in grain alcohol. Um, I pour wine on my dick. So just listen to me when I... Let's tell... Let's just stick to kind of what we were sort of saying about the general odor from the armpit and not worry too much about what what other stuff you go into or, or put on yourself. So... Really, it's just about the armpit, and, you know, we can improve that that area's uh, odor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so I'll, I'll uh, and I do this with some of the fellas. Okay, uh, already I just want to make sure we're sticking to what Southern, I, we just talked about. Southern Comfort is a, a particular type of whiskey, and I'll... Uh, I'll take I'll take a, uh, a uh, like a little bowl of it. Yes, the, but wait, sorry, no, 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 stop right I'll, now. I'll, no, no, I'll no, no, take no, off no, my no, clothes. No, 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 no. I'll go, no, ahead, and li- I'll no, go ahead and crouch no, no, no. over that and just dip Crowd- my balls. Jesus in it. God, stop talking in the now. Stop talking. So two things. Two there, things. About there should that. be no Number things one, on your list. Hundred percent. No uh, things on your list. Burns like a motherfucker. Don't do burns that like to your testicles. I we're talking Number about armpit. Don't somehow stop telling me the list. Somehow I get shit. Face out of my fucking mind, like because I'm you're drunk. Are you drinking I, the ball bowl after? Yes. Okay. Don't look. This is an ad that is, for that, arm. So that's what's happening. We are eliminating the odor from the body. Okay, you're adding an odor to your body. Don't ask any more questions about the liquor you're putting on your body. This is a weird survey. What? It's a very straightforward survey. You've made it crazy on your own. Now, tequila is a special, Please special, go away. spicy friend of mine. Who's next? Let me interview that dog. What did it just do? Okay, we're still here. It just told me Zoom ended, but oh. I see you. I'm I see you, you, baby. You've gone nowhere. You've gone nowhere. You've gone nowhere. Well, it's not as getting oh, wait, contentious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it took a weird turn. You're nobody. <laughs> so, basically, doing the survey of the men at the company, it's like men they're at the resistant. company understood there was a lot of money to be made if men could be convinced to use deodorant, but that was going to be a long, long right. haul. Right. Quote, I feel there is a market for deodorants among men that is practically unscratched. The copy approach is always directed at women. Why not an intelligent campaign in a leading men's magazine? And, quote, if someone like Menon's got out a deodorant, men would buy it. I mean, it's got men in the title. Yeah, it's uh, 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 percent preparations have a feminine association men only shy at. I don't know exactly what that means. So they, they get the handicaps, but they're like, look, we need to, you know, let's get let's get. Let's, get, Let's the, get the ball rolling yeah. on this. Let's get the balls so, rolling. A deodorant for men was put out in 1935. It was in a manly black bottle and named Top Flight. Top Flight makes you fly. So I don't know if you notice this. I can't, I, I can't remember what it's fucking called, but they recently came out with a men's uh, wet wipe for... Uh, oh, yeah. Asses, yeah, right, it's called like, yeah, yeah, it's it's called like do tells or something and, like that, yeah. And it's black. It it's the same. It's yeah. the exact same idea. It's got a man name, 
and it's and it's black and it's the like yeah. it's almost a hundred years later. It's still the same dumb man shit yeah. happening. Yeah, but you're like, and will it still clog all the sewers like all the other wipes? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> it equally clogs. It's terrible for everything. Yeah, the environment, the Don't plumbing, worry. everything. It's a total, total nightmare. So deodorants and antiperspirants for men also went after male insecurities. During the Great Depression, a lot of men worried that they would lose their jobs. So the company focused on what it would mean. We talked to a CEO who told us, I ain't hiring no more stinkers. Yeah, well, if you were the body odor guy in the office. Oh, fuck. Someone just stole my Zoom account. Yeah, they uh, changed in the middle in the middle of recording the top. They changed the email of my uh, Zoom account and stole it. So that's cool. I got to deal with that now. Um, so they put out this black bottle of uh, top flight deodorant. Yeah, they go after male insecurities. So the campaigns focus on men. It's a Great Depression. They focus on men. Being worried that they're going to smell bad in an office, Lose so they their would job. get fired, and right. um, and now being gro- not being groomed well can hurt your career, right? So they're right. going after that. History professor Kerry Castile quote: "Men who had been farmers or laborers had lost their masculinity by losing their jobs. Top Flight offered a way to become masculine instantly, or so the advertisement said. Get hired, sent." <laughs> <laughs> so all these guys out there, you know, you're a farmer, you lost your farm, you, you yeah. just feel emasculated. You can't take care of your family. It just right. it just goes into all these things. And then this thing comes along. And it's like, be a man again, but not yeah. smelling. Bottle of yeah. man. Yeah. It's <laughs> so crazy. Oh, it's nice that the it's nice that they're making the men feel like pieces of shit for a minute now. Got, you know, got they've had a good run. That's right. So to sell it to men, they also have to separate what they've been doing with deodorant antiperspirant for women, right, can't be putting on something that's made for women. So they've totally created this new product. Then you become girl. Seaforth was a deodorant that was sold in ceramic whiskey jugs. Smell like the ocean. (laughs) Could you just imagine buying deodorant that is in a Who, whiskey jug. What man didn't smell like whiskey already? That's the odor <laughs> we're trying to escape. It's not what we need to, like, lacquer more on. The owner of the company said he, quote, couldn't think of anything more manly than whiskey. What does a man want to smell like more than whiskey? Exactly. <laughs> Have you been drinking the deodorant? I've had a supper bars. So, so soon, all across America, antiperspirant... Every woman's going to be licking your armpits and just lighting up a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, right, all across the U.S., antiperspirant and deodorant products are targeting both men and women. Tons of products hit stores, shun, hush, veto, oh non-spy, dainty dry, slick, oh purse stop, zip. So it's just... Now we're just getting tons of deodorants right. and antiperspirants. Yeah. Now, like yeah, it's know a now. feeding frenzy, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, women, everyone's laughing at you behind your back. Men, you're going to lose your goddamn job. <laughs> and then there's new ways to apply antiperspirants. That starts exploding. There's sticks and there's sprays and there's roll-ons and there's aerosols. They keep coming up with new ways and new formulas. Maybe people would have found deodorants and antiperspirants without the brutal advertising and push for... You know, the stuff that James Young did and others, but still, it's all pretty bananas. I mean, maybe right. people would have come to this organically. Who knows? Sure. Um, the harsh and predatory ads weren't just deodorant ads, however. James Young had revolutionized advertising, and by the 30s uh, and 40s... So shameful. Uh, the 30s and 40s is almost like a regular assault, just a relentless assault on insecurities. Right. And and it and let's just be... Men had it nowhere near as bad as women had it. It was wow, really fucking on. brutal for women. Lysol was sold uh, as a douche in the 30s. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, something it's for never... garbage cans. It's something... <laughs> what? There, there are some things on the dob I wish I had never learned, and this is 100% <laughs> one horrible. of them. Oh. And, of course, Lysol jumps on the there's something wrong with women train, right? Oh, there the the Lysol ads are so fucking shocking. There is one uh, ad 
And there's no. a man walking out of the house. You see the back of him, and he's got his bag packed. It smells like bad cooter juice. <laughs> his wife and young daughter are like facing toward, right? Facing toward the, the front of the ad. And she's holding her young daughter, who's probably like four. And they're being uh, left behind, clearly being left behind. Uh, and and the line is, quote, another love match shipwrecked on the dangerous reef of half-truths about uh, feminine hygiene. Ah, oh my God, the poetry for that. I want to, I need to read that again. Another love match shipwrecked on the dangerous reef of half truths about feminine hygiene. Oh my God. Oh my God. Lysol well, has prevented. I hope you like being a single mother. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Because your coochie smell, girl. Lysol. Lysol has prevented many such tragedies. Oh, that's better. God damn it. Oh. Another Lysol ad had a man looking... He looks disturbed. And sure. the wife is looking confused. And they're just standing next to each other. Uh, and it starts by saying he is no longer interested in sex. Quote, yeah. what has she done? Is it really all her fault? A. Oh, oh, so then it goes into a question and answer. Answer question. And this is, a, this is an answer. A. It is not so much what she has done as what she has neglected, and that is proper feminine hygiene. Oh, boy. Question. Can neglect of proper feminine hygiene really spoil a happy marriage? Answer. Yes. And the pity of it is every... Wait, that can't be right. Oh. And A, yes. And the pity of it is every wife can hold her lovable charm by simply using Lysol disinfectant as an effective douche. Have you ever seen the movie Crazy People with Dudley Moore? Uh, A long, long time ago. I don't remember. It's like the slogans are on that level. It's like, look, we understand that your husband's confused by you and no longer wants to be around you. Lysol! Just like what? <laughs> that, this uh, to me, the Lysol ones are the most heinous, and there are so fucking many of them. You can find them online. Ugh. Oh, just fucking repulsive. There, Your vagina's Lysolved. Um, there was a you are in a beauty contest every half hour of every day for Kamei Kame Soup. What, so just what, saying, a, what a what a prison ad! <laughs> Did you know you're in a fashion gulag? Every half hour on the hour, you must present. <laughs> and Femison for cramps, in which the ad says, thanks for Femison, she now acts like the woman I married every day of the month. Oh, so God. It's, it's Give me a potpourri painless person. It is focused on dudes to get to talk their wife into taking it when right. she's menstruating, so they can be like, "See, let's fucking get you over this shit, honey." Look, I understand you have cramps, but this is really a loveless marriage. All of a sudden, how about a narcotic? <laughs> and this is every, this is like all products. Kellogg's right. All Brand <laughs> had an ad titled "She Was a One Date Girl." Why? Because she was constipated, which made her uncomfortable which made her lose her personality, which killed her dating life. She's alone now. Now she's eating bran, and boy, do the fellas love being around when she's shitting. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I mean, we could just go through these for hours, but it's just, it was but just. But I would, th- I would think of this in that time that a man would prefer a constipated woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? To be like, ow, it hurts. He'd be like, well, I'm laughing all the way to the bank, Cynthia. Now, why don't you come over here and never poop again? Ow! I love a woman who never, ever, ever has shit. That's my thing. There we go. Now you go home and figure it out. Treat yourself like a clogged bottle of ketchup. Hit the 57 on your belly. So look, you know, this went on for a a long time. It's still, you know, you still see it today. It's not as blunt and obvious and brutal as it clearly was in like the 30s and 40s. Jimmy Young ended up being inducted into the Advertising Hall of Fame. Well, you know what? Let's have another one of those ceremonies and just blowtorch it down. 
he wrote a couple of very important ad world books for the ad world people. The how Diary to ruin of, humans. The Diary of an Ad Man and How to Become an Advertising Man. Now, today, we still apparently have this. It's not directed at me or you. The main focus of deodorant ads and smelling good ads are focused on teenage boys, specifically non-white teenage boys. That's who. Hmm. And then you could also think of, remember the Axe body spray ads? Yeah. So you have the, you know, a dude smells good, and now hundreds of thousands of women are coming down cliffs. I mean, I always forget the cliff one. The cliff one still makes me laugh. It's yeah, just like because it's, it's a nightmare. It's just absolutely incredible that anybody thought like it's just the, a dude just puts on Axe body spray and then it just sh- pictures thousands of women running down a cliff. Who wants that? You'd be like, oh, they're <laughs> going to murder me. I'm going to be murdered. <laughs> so that's where all that ad stuff came from. That's where it's. It know, really the- is disgusting. I mean, it, it really is. Like, you know. Because you can make an argument that is totally valid for why people shouldn't stink. It mm-hmm. just, you shouldn't take the shame path. You should not take the shame path. It's really, it's really fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. Are you, I mean, is that, yeah, you that's finished, it. yeah? Yeah, we're yeah, done. yeah. I, I, I think, I, it, I, do, it, would, I, it would just keep repeating itself after a while. And the Lysol one, like, how many more, how many I more do, of those can you read? I do think that, um, you know, it, it, when you really boil it down to, you know, we have such an incestuous list of problems, like one hand washes the other, washes the other. And so, you know, you have your media that doesn't do shit, and you have your government that's complicit in the, you know, the corporate coup. And then, by the way, we're getting into the Patreon part of the show. <laughs> um, but oh, but let you me, have let all me that. Read the, uh, let me read the sources then. Before oh, okay. We, um <laughs> Uh, thought Company, uh, History of Deodorants, Mental Floss, Body Odor Through Ages, Brief History of Deodorant, uh, The Week, Brief History of Body Odor, Smithsonian Magazine, uh, How Advertisers Convinced Americans They Smelled Bad, Medium.com, Lessons from History, Stinky Women and the First Deodorant. Stinky Women. And then the podcast, It's the sequel to Little Women. <laughs> the podcast, D- Distillation, D- Distillations. The smell of shame, how deodorant became omnipresent in America. Yeah, so uh, uh, goodbye, everybody. Um, oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 